All right. Hey, what's happening? Ward Wrestling Live. We're back. It's the four o'clock show and we have a another amazing, legendary, under the radar. If you don't know him, it's Coach Bing Osborne out at Kathleen. Uh, he's been doing big things, 20 years coaching here in Florida between Mulberry and Kathleen, his alma mater. Two state champs, seven state placers, 45 state qualifiers. He was a state qualifier himself, but the, the amazing number is 360 dual victories, which uh, you got to be good and coaching often. And uh, another amazing thing is a Navy vet. So, of course, thank you for your service. And uh, Coach Osborne, thanks for coming on, man. It's an absolute honor to, uh, to get to meet you and, and welcome you to my show. Well, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Like we talked before, you're doing good things, promoting the sport, promoting the smaller program. So I appreciate everything that you do. I know that you have to have a lot of time wrapped up in this. So we all appreciate it. Uh, yes, sir. And, and thank you so much for that. And I just, you know, if, uh, if one person gets something from it, then it's been successful, you know, so I hope more than one, but uh, I hope it's helping. Oh yeah, you've got good guests on. I've watched so many of these uh, podcasts. You've had great guests on. You know, you you learn interesting things about uh, whether it be a coach or a wrestler, uh, former or current. So we're all learning each individual personality. It, it, it's it's fun watching these shows. Well, thank you, man. I, I appreciate that, and I, you know, I, I hope that when uh, when everybody gets back into into wrestling and. And, and you guys are back in rooms and tournaments, you know, I, I hope coaches are like, hey, man, that was pretty cool being on that guy, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know. You, kept you'll us, get a lot of slaps on the back, I promise you. Yeah, kept us entertained uh, during all this time. So um, that's awesome. But, I mean, first things first, Coach, uh, obviously we're in a unprecedented time. Uh, this has never happened before. Um, so, First of all, I'd love to ask, uh, what have you been doing during this offseason? How have you been affected? And also, what have you been doing to keep your kids and, and athletes' minds right through this, or at least, you know, having them do something at home? Or are they back doing calisthenics now? Well, most of my kids, uh, I would say I've got 14 kids returning from last year's squad, and all but one play football. So they're all doing the football thing right now. Uh, I normally don't get a lot of off-season work at, at my school up until Disney duels. After that, they go back to football. So I, I may get a, a few months of off-season wrestling uh, after the high school season's over. And then after that, I got to wait till football. So I don't get them year-round. I'm, I'm not privileged like that. Oh, because oh, they're doing their... Uh whatever off-season workouts and stuff. Yeah, with football, yeah. Yeah, you would think that um, you would think that maybe you could you could share them a little bit, maybe get some tournaments in. Yeah, we all we all say that, but especially with this COVID thing going around, now they're worried that if they go to anything involved in wrestling, now they have to quarantine for 14 days before they get back out with the football team. So Oh, right yeah. now, it's a, it's an uncharted uh, way of doing things right now. I think we all have to just wait, live, and learn. Yeah, we'll see what happens, right? Uh, I think I'm, I'm interested to see some if they're going to start practicing the, what is it, fall sports coming up? Yes. Uh, I'd love to see it start to happen because maybe 
that can be kind of process of elimination to what we need to do. Like, okay, well, during football season, we tried this, it didn't work. Uh, so by the time we get into different sports and, and get further down in the year, because of things they learned, maybe we can, we can do things better come the winter sports. But I know, you know, it's hard because nothing compares to wrestling. I mean, you're touching, you're sweating on each other, you're rubbing with the, I mean, it's, there's nothing, uh, <laughs> nothing about it that keeps you separate, right? So. Yeah, but wrestlers don't get this. We're immune to everything. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anything you catch is ringworm. That's it. Yeah. And uh, I, I like that, that uh, I like that that's the belief and I hope it stays that way. <laughs> Well, I honestly believe that I had it last December. Uh, I was sick as a dog for two and a half weeks, you know, but ma mainly just a cough. And of course, the doctor, you know, you have upper respiratory infection. So I think maybe I had it and no one died on my team or in my family. So hopefully we all build up immunity. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, there's different strains and different levels of it. So, um, you know, the problem is just the not knowing, you know. And then the whole thing that came out today about the, the positive testings or whatever. And it's, it's just crazy because what happens at these testing centers is you line up in a line. Yeah. So if you're number 10 and they have your bag set up as number 10 and you decide I've been here two hours, I'm leaving. Well, now they're testing the person behind you as number 10 because that bag's already prepared. So now you have people that tested positive that are thinking they tested negative that are it's just a whole big mess. And, um, you know, it's not like going to Walgreens where you have an, you have an appointment and they, you know, and they, they identify you and they're ready for you. So, uh, yeah, it's just a big mess all around. I, <laughs> I agree. I wanted to go back. I, I want to rewind to either rewind or fast forward. Is there a button for that? Oh, I wish. <laughs> So, uh, the last I heard, my, my, my little boys football team, we're going to start practicing as of right now on, I think it's August 3rd. So maybe we'll get back to some kind of normalcy here real soon. Yeah, how, how awesome would it be? Exactly. So, um, you know, I was going to ask, so, you know, you've had a lot of... Um, I was reading about, you know, obviously Mulberry and then Kathleen was your, is your alma mater. So being back at your alma mater is obviously home for you. It's got to mean a lot to build uh, the program there. But, uh, you know, what has it meant to you to have such an amazing coaching tree? I was looking and, and talking to different people and, and there's a lot of coaches out there in the state of Florida that came from, from you. It's, it's awesome. It's, um, oh, let me kill this real quick. <laughs> It's, um, it's an honor. Uh, even my son now, he took over the George Jenkins program this year as a first-year teacher and first-year head coach. So between he and some of my closest friends, uh, Frank Olinger, a former wrestler of mine, um, I, I have several. And it means a lot. Uh, maybe I'm leaving a good seed here and there, and they can do the same thing. Uh, we've never been a state power programs the schools I've gone to are typically you know you start out 30 points down and forfeits so if you can get 15 20 victories a year you're doing pretty good you only have half a squad so um just the never never quit attitude is what 
Uh, I think when you look at McKeel and Tenorock under Anthony, they've all coached with me and on the teams of half a team to where, you know, each guy was accountable. If we're going to win, only one of you can lose. You know, if we're going to win this duel, only one person's. So that, that attitude and those coaches watching their teams with those same attitudes, you know, every man is accountable for the guy before or after him. And uh, even though it's kind of an individual sport, to me, it really is a team sport, you know, because everybody, especially if you're giving up forfeits, everybody's uh, match counts and not just a three, two victory. We don't need three. We need six, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, it just shows the type of coach and person you are to have all these good people out there and, uh, and building such good programs. And, and you can see, I've just learned from, I learned who all these people are and met them through my show. And I'm, I'm very happy to know them. And I, I can't wait till I can go out and give them all hugs and thank them for being on the show when this is all done. So uh, it's been cool. So I know that, uh, you know, you like to have conversations about the best tournaments mm -hmm. and things you've had. So, uh, Tell us about some of your favorite tournaments and, and some of the best places you've been and, and, and uh, you know, in the sport. Oh, well, the Spiegel, I mean, it was always the biggest one, even when I wrestled in the late 80s. I graduated in 1990. Spiegel was really the, the only tournament around. Mm -hmm. Back then, we wrestled, you know, Tuesday and Thursday nights, uh, dual meets, and then there might be three tournaments a year. Uh, so to watch how the sport's grown in 30 years to where there's a tournament every weekend. Uh, <laughs> my, my family has always known that my other woman or my other uh, addiction is wrestling. So I don't play golf. I don't go bowling. I go wrestling. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, how far has wrestling come? I mean, I, I graduated in, well, I was supposed to graduate in 94, but I, I liked it so much. I waited till 95. So, <laughs> so, so I'm right around, uh, I'm right around your area, your territory of age there. And um, I remember back then, you know, football, baseball, you know, even in Florida, soccer, those sports were tennis, obviously was a big sport. And um, they real how much about, about wrestling. We had a good team at our school. I was not part of it, but I, I knew the coach and knew some kids. And um, from from where the sport was in 1990 and, and, and the 80s to where it is today, how far has it come in our state? Oh, it's, it's definitely made big strides. Uh, even when I wrestled, um, I didn't wrestle year round because I played baseball and football. Uh, I, I would leave spring football practice at Kathleen and I would drive out to Lake Gibson High School under uh, Chris Taylor at the time to go to you know Tuesday and Thursday night practices leaving football spring practice and go straight to wrestling but um even now i i push my kids to if they're not football players i want them swim i, I like the difference in uh conditioning the different elements of conditioning i don't want my kids wrestling 12 months out of the year i think a, a well-rounded athlete is a better athlete so, uh, and that's, um, and I think that's what, I mean, that's how you and I grew up. It was, you know, t-ball or baseball happened. So you went to the park and that's what you played. And then in the winter, it was, 
you know, basketball or what was it? Um, forget all the sports. And then in the, in the spring, it was tennis or soccer. And you just kind of just went from one to the other. And then in the summer, you were either sent to like a sleepaway camp, a day camp. You were at the parks playing. Oh, yeah. You were at the PAL, you know, whatever it was. It wasn't, uh, I mean, today you have, you have so many different options. And especially in the state of Florida, you can play one sport all year round if you wanted to. There's nothing affecting it weather-wise. So uh, I did that a couple of years ago with my son where – his uh, little league football season ended and we did a, uh, what they called a winter football season. It was supposed to be eight weeks long. Eighteen <laughs> weeks later, we're playing in the championship game. And I told <laughs> the I would never do that again. I mean, it was all the way through wrestling season. Uh, I think, I think that that winter football season lasted until the end of April. Uh, wow. No, actually it was after that because yeah, it was about the end of April. So from June until April, we were playing Little League football. I'll never do that again. <laughs> Too much. It actually burnt him out because last year he didn't even want to play football. Uh, oh, I can imagine. I, yeah, I mean, we, I remember you'd have like, uh, they had some flag football things at the park you could go do and things like that, but for the most part. So, um, you know, how important to you is the office? <laughs> Oh, it's where I get all my work done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I figure Anthony puts you up to this. <laughs> you know, it, it's been it's been funny over the years because my my hangout. I, I'm too old to go clubbing. I think I was too old to go clubbing 20 years ago. <laughs> so my establishment was, you know, the office. Uh, well, Hooters became known as the office because that's where you could find me doing my work. So nice. um, it's funny over the years, I've had different referees and stuff. You know, the kids will be blown out of bounds and the ref will be standing next to me. And he's like, Hey coach, are we going to the office after the tournament. So <laughs> it, it kind of got uh, termed the office probably 15 years ago and it just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was great when he told me that I, I definitely, I wrote it down on my paper. So I was like, all right, we'll have to get that going. Um, so obviously your program at Kathleen, you, you have a, um, it's definitely a, a poverty issue around your school and, and you're, you're the type of person and human and coach that really, really impacts these kids. What impact do you look to achieve on these athletes and, and how are you able to keep these kids focused and affect them the right way where they don't, they don't fall into that, well, I can only go be a gang member or a drug dealer or a XYZ and I can act, I don't have to do that. I can, coach has me in the right direction. He's getting me off to college. It's gotta be tough emotionally, but how have you been able to really hone in and take care of these kids? I think that first and foremost, uh, you know, every sport uses it as a cliche family. But I think in wrestling, you know, just with what wrestlers put themselves through, we typically become family. And each of the kids hold each other accountable and, and they know they're loved. Um, I start every practice or end every practice and every tournament with, I hate you, I love you, see you tomorrow. <laughs> that love-hate relationship, you know, I hate the things that you do here, but I love you for who you are. So um, we love each other. Um, I love each one of my kids and I, I feel that it's given back in the 20 plus years as a head coach 
and probably another four or five as an assistant. I only know of two kids that have gone to work. So most of them have uh, all been in law enforcement and or the military or you know, the ones that we've described are on it now coaching. So I, I think I've built good young men. I hope that I've built good young men. That's amazing. Yeah, I had um, I had Coach Mock on, who's up in uh, God, I don't remember somewhere up in the Midwest. I'm trying to remember the name of the town, but you know he has that kind. He said, I mean, he has kids that they're high school kids that live by themselves. Hmm. Have no mom, and so you know it shows you what impact coaches like yourself and him and anybody out there having on kids. I was talking to Coach Medina yesterday, um, Jessica Medina from the USA Women's Developmental Coach. And uh, I, I can't, I sometimes I've learned that I have to tell my kids, okay, if you do that again, I'm calling your coach. Yeah. And then we get a response. But if I say, you know, do that again, you're going to your room, or do that again, I'm going to whoop your ass. It, they just like, yeah, right. Especially my one that's going to be 15, he's like, I'll kick your ass. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go, right? But <laughs> but if I say I'm going to tell your coach, they're like, oh, don't tell my coach, don't tell my coach, don't tell my coach. So uh, there's definitely a, an impact on a kid's life from a coach. So um, you, try to, you try to give them tough love, but you also just try to speak to them as a man or a woman in these cases, uh, uh, hold them, make them hold themselves accountable. Um, Cause that's something that seems like it's disappearing more and more uh, with this younger generation. There's no accountability, but I, I feel as if accountable in the wrestling room, in the classroom, hopefully that translates to also in the streets, you know, so. Yeah, and, and, and hopefully other kids on the team are saying, hey, Dummy, don't do that. Come on, come this way. Take a right instead of a left, right? Oh, yeah. They, they can police themselves better than I think that even the coaching staff can now. You know, That's you awesome. got to get a couple of really good, strong character kids to be your captain for your leaders. And then, you know, they'll weed out the trash if, if, if they need to. So, for uh, sure. And um, how many of them are now coming back and giving back to the program and, and getting in the room and, you know, it's got to mean a lot to see these kids. You've been doing it long enough where kids are going off to the military or to college or to their, to whatever they're going to do in life or be in life. And then they're coming back and are they getting in the room? Are they helping the kids out? Yeah. You know, with the, with the background checks that the school boards are requiring, it makes it tougher. It really does. But like both of my, I, I lost my son to George Jenkins. He went over and became a teacher and a head coach at George Jenkins. But I replaced him with two former wrestlers, one that just got out of the Navy. He wrestled for me at uh, Mulberry, or sorry, he got out of the Army. And then the other one was a kid that graduated a few years ago. He went away to college and uh, due to some family circumstances, he's back home. Uh, but so I've got two young assistant coaches that hopefully I can hand the reins over here shortly. I'm getting a little old. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, uh what does it mean to you to, to see your son over there getting his own program now and, and get an opportunity to, to build something himself? It's very rewarding, uh, gratifying. I, I love, uh, we wrestled each other twice this year. He beat me the first time. 
Um, he had some injuries and stuff the second time. So dad won the last one. I guess that's the one that counts, right? But uh, his, his program and, and our program uh, became really close. The, the kids are close. The families are close. Uh, so it, it, it's to watch how we weren't really affiliated so much on a personal level with that team, but now the two teams are. And, you know, with with Anthony's team at Tenor Rock, we're close because they know the coaches are close. Uh, I'm good friends, you know, the Mulberry coaches. So all of, there, there's probably six teams in Polk County that were all family, like because of the coaching tree or the, the family tree, if you will. Uh, so it, it's neat to watch it at the various tournaments we go to, how parents, kids, everybody were co-mingling. Like it's not their section or in our section. We're just all sitting in there together. So that that's fun. Yeah, and he's got a um, – he takes over an amazing tournament. I mean, we, we've come down the last three seasons to the George Jenkins. And um, that, that was uh, – that's – one it's it's the one we look forward to you know because it's uh it's away from orlando and central florida because uh you know it, when you're resting all the tournaments around orlando you're kind of getting the same teams all the time exactly so it's nice we always look forward to getting out and going to george jenkins because now you get to see you know the polk county teams and the tampa teams and you know the west coast teams, and you get to see some different competition and uh and they get man what's it like 40 teams yeah, uh, Bump Bailey probably built this tournament up. He's the AD now, but he was a coach there for many years as an assistant and a uh, head coach. So he's got a great athletic director to work for, and Bump has the connections and really brings in quality teams from every area of the state of Florida, you know. So uh, it's a great tournament, especially because it's local and I don't have to travel and stay in hotel rooms. Yeah. But, you know, we get to see people – and because we do enough traveling, the same as you were hitting on, you hate to go see the same teams every weekend. It's just a different gymnasium. So we do quite a bit of traveling different uh, areas of the state to just try to see new competition. Yeah, and I, you know, I just like it because I'm, I like to eat and there's a great, <laughs> there's a great New Orleans restaurant in downtown Lakeland that I like to go to. <laughs> yeah. I forget the name of it, but I, We've been there the last two seasons, and I was like, "Oh man, I love that place." <laughs> Go downing. You mean there's somewhere in Lakeland other than the office? Shut yes, up. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, but if I was gonna have chicken wings, the office would be one of the one of my first choices. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I remember my my older son, who's gonna be 15 now in September. I don't know. He must have been five or something and we went to the Hooters downtown and he's looking at he's looking around pointing at the kids I was you know I was teasing him and stuff and now he now of course back then he's like don't don't say that dad don't look at me dad don't that's a girl who right but now he's like hey dad can we go to Hooters <laughs> like sure well they got the best wings by far come on man yeah 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 other than Publix <laughs> uh but that's it's good stuff, man. Well, I, uh, I got some questions for you. Ready? Oh Lord. Yeah. Shoot. All right. Ford's garage or five guys. Ooh, probably five guys. I like five guys too. 
Freestyle or Greco? Freestyle. Sorrento or Romeo's Pizza? Ooh, Romeo's. You prefer Rumbles or Clinics? Mmm, that's tough. That's tough. Rumbles for the more experienced kid, clinics for the, the younger kids. All right, fair enough. Barbecue Shack or Jimbo's? Jimbo's. All right. Okay, off-season club or off-season camps? Club. Club. Crunchy Crab or Riverside Express? Oh, I don't know. Ah. <laughs> They're both good, huh? Yeah. All right. Do you prefer duels or IBTs? Duels. Um, mainly just so those younger kids don't go two and out. You know, everybody's going to wrestle five to ten times. So Awesome. Um, okay, with the state tournament, seed it or leave it alone? Hmm. Would you say? I would, I would say seeded. Nice. Yeah, it was. I hated to see that semifinals match. I wanted to see it in the finals with uh, those exactly. two. Um, all right, here's the big one, and I think I know the answer, and I wrote it down. Hooters of the Wing House. Hooters all day, baby. The Office. All right. Yeah, the Office. <laughs> Better looking women. Hooters or Wing House? <laughs> Hooters. Hooters, of course. Hooters, of course. I like it. Uh, and it's all it's only because of the chicken wings, everybody out there. We just prefer the chicken wings. Well, I got I got to show you something real quick. They remodeled our local Hooters uh, a few months ago, and Hooters went to a new logo. Well, I've got their their old logo. If you can see it there, <laughs> that was hanging in the store since 1984, and I'm now the <laughs> proud owner of the original Hootie. Because it's your office. Yes, sir. Oh, man. How many free wings do you get a week? Oh, I, not free. I wish they were. I'd be living in a mansion by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise that when we're able to, I'm coming down to that Hooters off the main drag there off of I-4 and we'll get something to eat. Well, definitely. And if not, we'll definitely do it. Come Moskowitz next year. You Make sure you come to the Moskowitz and we'll all go party afterwards. Yes, sir. It's a deal. <laughs> awesome. It was nice to finally meet you. And once again, thanks for everything you do, just bringing um, wrestling to the forefront, uh, even the smaller programs, the lesser known kids. What you're doing is tremendous, and I appreciate it. Absolutely. And, and listen, I'd love to have your son on. So, um, okay. I don't know if he, I can either send a link to you or, or he can go on to the, the Ward Wrestling Live page. There's a book now button where he can book it. Okay. Um, either way, he's welcome. I, we're always at the Jenkins, so I know it's called the Moskowitz now, but um, I yeah. like it. I, I always have to drive around the cow things back there and get back to the backside and walk through the mud and sit around the track, and we're finally there. But yeah. it's, a, it's a fun time. So thank you, and uh, obviously I appreciate you, and, you know, keep kicking life's ass and have a good day. Amen. Thank you. You have, you have a good day, too. Thanks, man. <laughs> Absolutely.